Hello and welcome. I'm Nick Coffey, and you're listening to Ministerium Radio, brought to you in part by Ogden Audiovisual Club. Tonight is a very special night, folks, uh, because tonight we have not one, not two, but three entire stories to share with the cosmos. So, let's get into the first one. My name is Trent, and I run my own actuarial practice out of Michigan. But that's not all there is to know about me. I also like to lose myself in the art of pottery. That's, that's great, Trent, yeah. That's really great. I think there's something about everyone that makes them special. And I think maybe pottery could be your, your special thing. The art of pottery is elusive. You have to take the clay and roll it with your hands until it becomes like a snake, long and mighty. Then you must lay down the snake in a coil so that it becomes shaped like a pot. Do not think that the hard work is over just yet. The clay must then be rotated and sculpted to perfection with your hands that you must wet with water so that you do not damage the pot. Perfection is hard to reach. For me it hasn't happened yet. And here is the real story where it really begins. Once I tried to make the perfect pot, and I really believed I could do it. I made pot after pot after pot after pot after pot after pot until I finally had enough. I stood up and I said, I've had enough. That's what I said. I looked at my pot, if it so could be called, and I was painfully aware of how not perfect it was. Why was the pot not perfect? Why did it have that little bump and that scratch? Why was it so hideous? And so unfortunate to be born into this world. Why did God abandon this ugly, revolting little pot? So I threw it. I threw it. Right out of the window. And golly, I was so mad I could have thrown my tools with it. That night it rained. And it was one of those types of rain I can feel in my shoulders and fingers which meant it was going to be a real rough one. When I looked out the window that morning, I saw something remarkable. A small bird was perched right on the rim of my discarded pot, right there in the yard. Right there. It was the weirdest thing too, because I felt for a moment it looked at me, and it said, this is perfect, thanks. And I thought to myself, Yes, this is pretty perfect. Ah, that's nice. I was worried the story wouldn't have a happy ending. It certainly looked bleak for the little pot, but in the end, everyone is good for something. That's nice. A mind worm was implanted inside you before you woke up today? Thank you for writing in, Trent. This letter is addressed to me, or rather my superiors, the big boys in the big room, on top of the big stairs, upstairs. It comes from a nice lady named Maud, whom I've never met, but I'm sure she's very nice. 
To whom it may concern, my name is Maud Perkovic. This is a formal, consider this a formal letter of complacence. No, a formal letter of complaint. The broadcast jitters my feelings, and my teeth are sensitive to cold and hot, and it's not at all what I want. I would like no broadcast, and my teeth to not jitter, and to sit still in my head. But the broadcast seeps through the walls, and I can taste it in the water when I bathe. This isn't okay and needs to cease. Stop right now, or I'll inform the board. You don't want the board to get involved with complaints. They don't do complaints the way I can, and I promise it will not be pretty. If their feelings are rattling in their heads and putting the radio in their dreams. They will not be happy. Sincerely, Mat Perkovic. Thank you, Mat. That was a lovely piece of writing, but I personally would have liked it better if it rhymed. Very nice. The third story of the night is a love letter, and as might be obvious to everyone, I am in fact a hopeless romantic. Let's read this. Oh. Folks, this is breaking news straight from Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One. Whereas I'm just now being informed, World War Three has broken out—a nuclear war at that. Anyone familiar with the term MAD or MAD knows what this means. But the denizens of Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One. Mutually assured destruction. It is of right now unclear who fired the first nuclear warhead, but as of right now, the greater majority of Europe and the Americas are engulfed in nuclear fire. There is hardly a word I can speak appropriate for this moment in Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One's history. Surely none befitting the vanquishing of so many. We send our deepest condolences, although there is hardly anyone to condole. Maybe we should send our condolences to you, listener. After all, you just died. Just died. As some of you may know, Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One was like our own dimension, with one key difference, which made it popular to those able to visit it. During the formation of Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One's Earth, a perfect statue of screen and stage actor Patrick Stewart rose somewhere in the Andes Mountains. It stood for millennia, eons, and now I have to assume that it is no more. It was very nice. I really would have liked to see it. That also means Dimension Seven B Three O Eight Thirty Seventy Seven One. Had a version of you, as you are right now, virtually the same, with one key difference: death, heat death, probably, maybe acute radiation poisoning. I died. Talula Winkle, my downstairs neighbor, who is very nice, just died. We all just died. All of us. 
it's almost like I can feel it myself. Dear listener, if you can, I'd like you to think about infinity. Do you get it? Probably. Maybe not. Contemplate it for a second. Good. The multiverse is infinite. That means that dimension 7v3083771 exists with another you in it. It also means that there exists an infinity of dimension 7v3083071. An infinity of nuclear war. An infinity of screaming death of souls flying into the gaping maw of cosmic indifference, an infinity of heat death, infinite fractals of departure. But you're here. You're in the dimension that didn't end today. I think, dear listener, that makes you pretty lucky. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight. I'm sorry we didn't get to read the love letter as promised, but... I assure you we will get to that next week. Have a great night, and remember, you're the version of you who deserves to be happy.